Full Service Radio is supported by Compass, the future of real estate in the metro D.C. area and beyond. Discover more at compass.com. Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the Internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Tune in to Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service Radio. Welcome to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C., I'm your host, Sarah Jane. I live, work, and I love beer here in D.C. During my time at culinary school, I gained an appreciation for good beer. I continued my studies in beer in grad school at NYU, and since then I've been a beer director, beer consultant, beer bar general manager. Uh, I get to continue to explore this beer world uh, with all you wonderful listeners. Every week I will have a different guest from different parts of the beer world, from brewers, importers, bartenders, educators, Uh, to help us explore this fascinating and dynamic world. Whether you are new to beer or a seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So today, we are demystifying the life of the beer distributor. I am joined this Monday morning with Sam Ritter Beardsley, sales representative of Legends Limited. Fantastic. uh, And Ben Hunter, sales manager of Denizens Brewing Company in Silver Spring, Maryland, brewery and dog-friendly beer garden. Uh, thank you both for coming in on this uh, beautiful Monday morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Uh, so we'll jump right into it. Uh, I kind of want to get a little background on the two of you and uh, give us, you know, kind of your elevator pitch on yourself. Uh, Sam, you want to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm a D.C. resident, D.C. local uh, my whole life. I uh, went to college at the George Washington University, and by the time I graduated there, I was working as a, a bar back and a bartender at the 930 Club, uh, which is where I spent pretty much all of my 20s. Nice. Uh, I, by the time I got a, a little older, I hate, hate to say that, uh, I was looking for something a little more uh, a more dependable line of work. Um, tips are fantastic, but mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a little bit feast and famine, especially in a concert industry. Uh, so I just kind of started asking around and chatting with people who worked in, in the distribution side and uh, just kind of stumbled into it, really. Uh, I was pretty lucky to get set up with, with a good company that uh, had fantastic benefits. And at the time, that was what I was looking for. The portfolio was a lot of fun, a huge import book, as you know, as well as a lot of local craft beers. And then it was right place, right time. Uh, it, was a, it was kind of an exciting time, especially right now for for local craft beer, I'm sure we could hear <laughs> much more about that. Uh, and I've only really held the position for two years, uh, mm-hmm. but in the beer industry that apparently is practically a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, for those of you who don't know, Legends Limited is a beer distributor in the DMV area. Uh, Maryland and and DC. DC okay. is essentially a subsect of the the Maryland group. Um, we have. 
kind of an abbreviated book. The the Maryland book is much more uh, all-encompassing. So brands like DC Brow, Three Stars will be uh, represented by Legends of Maryland. And we, we, we do a, a slightly constricted book. I gotcha. So, and also for the listeners out there that don't know, for the majority of the U.S., you have to adhere to a three-tier system when you're buying alcohol. Uh, yes. So you have... Uh, the importers and the producers of the beer, they sell to distributors, and the distributors then sell to restaurants, retail. That's et cetera, correct. Et that was, that's coming out of prohibition because uh, uh, all the, the gangs basically ran both the production means and the distribution means, and to, to break that up, they created a, a middle tier. Yeah, but in the DC, uh, in the District of Columbia, we don't have. We That's don't technically correct. have to adhere to those rules. We can buy directly from the brewery. We can buy directly uh, from the importer. It's so. true. That's very cool. It's a very, it's a cool very different system. Yeah. Um, now, Ben, give us a little, little backstory real quick on yourself. Sure. So I grew up in North Carolina and um, grew up around a dad who uh, was a home brewer. He was also a father, so he didn't get the home brew as much as he would like, but... Um, I grew up smelling these funny smells in our house. And <clears throat> when I was probably getting into high school, he would at least let, start letting me help him with the process. Obviously, I wasn't drinking it. but um, So it was kind of just always grew up around seeing different beers, unique beers. So beer was kind of a, uh, a way that I grew up. I was uh, also kind of working in the food industry for a while. I uh, liked to cook a lot, but learned that I like to cook more as a hobby and not as a profession. But uh, I have worked in lots of different kitchens and different roles, and so you also see the beverage side of that as well. And um, so have always just kind of been a beer drinker, but was not necessarily on this path of career. I was uh, a musician for a while and was working in kitchens uh, three or four days a week to supplement and was on the road on the weekends um, touring and doing stuff like that. Uh, same as Sam was looking for a little more of a steady kind of thing and uh, was visiting D.C. Um, actually and... Of course, when I came, people were like, well, you have to go check out Church Key. So I went and like fell in love with the place. And I think that for the next three months, I came once a month to visit D.C. And I went to Church Key every time. And I ended up having the same server. And eventually, they were like, you should apply here. So it was uh, uh, this guy, Mike, and Zach that I kept seeing every time. And um, so when I was thinking about considering moving up here, um, that was a whole new kind of world for me. It was moving from the back of house, moving from musician to kind of being on the front floor and being a server. Um, and then that's when I, my love for beer really took off. Uh, Greg Ingert has a very intensive training program, so that really piqued my interest. And I started reading. I started doing all these things on my own. Uh, and then that really kind of led to me eventually seeing a job opening at Denison's Brewing Company and uh, very much a people person. I'm, I very liked interaction with people. So it was kind of a, it was kind of a aimless, uh, not an aimless, it was kind of like a meant to be switch. I had been kind of stuck in the back of house and now I'm out here and I'm free and I'm talking with people. So I fell in love with it. And so it's my career now. And as your former manager at Church Key, I will say Ben has understated himself. He is definitely a instant instant people person like i've never seen anybody get along with complete strangers so rapidly before in my life so um, tremendous talent yeah, it's a good it's thing good, to have in sales <laughs> so basically i wanted to bring you both on because you're both from kind of different parts of the beer 
uh, selling portion of this tier. You know, Sam, you're representing a lot of different brands. Um, the portfolio, you know, is massive. Uh, and then, Ben, you're more focused on the one specific brewery, um, obviously with a lot of different beers. Um, but I kind of want to take, you know, what your day-to-day kind of looks like, what you're responsible for. Um, I, I mean, the thing I kind of like most about the job is that I don't have what I consider to be a typical day. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't adhere to schedules particularly well. I never have, but mm-hmm. I, I try my, but you know, you, you, a typical day for me is, is a lot of just trying to figure out how to communicate with people. Like, as you mentioned, I have a massive book. I don't have the, I don't have the, the luxury of just representing one band, uh, brand. So I, I think of myself more as a, of a consultant. I want to talk to you about your business. I want to talk to you about what your, your goals are with your beverage program and then see if I have something that fits that. Uh, so it's a lot of talking with people. It's a lot of, uh, I do a weekly email blast. That's kind of, uh, one of my, my main focuses, it comes out every Monday morning. It, I send it out at about... A, I got it at 9.30 this morning. <laughs> 9.30 this morning. He does a jam of the week. I always do a jam. It's very of the week. nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, you put it at the end to make sure people read the whole I thing. I know. I always look through it. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It, it flatters me. Uh, and so, you know, a typical day for me is, um, I'm, yeah, I'm going to uh, off-premise locations, liquor stores, uh, beer stores. I'm going to restaurants and bars. Um, I'm typically doing a little less sampling than I think most people imagine. It's a lot of kind of, like I said, uh, communicating with people about what their goals are. It's, uh, I don't really want to have to, I, I don't want to have to force anything. I want you to tell me what you're working with, what your budget is, what kind of styles you like and what your customers are talking about. And then we'll work from there. Uh, that's kind of how my day looks. Uh, we deliver... Monday through Friday, so my Monday through Wednesday, uh, Monday through Thursday is pretty much just running around all over town. Um, yeah. I, what areas are you responsible for? We we are kind of relationship based. A lot of the other distribution houses you'll find are very focused on splitting people up by neighborhood. We think that it's kind of more important to you know, as there's so many restaurant groups, yeah. that what you want to do is kind of be able to cultivate a relationship with them, and that so even if you know I have some some accounts on the you know the waterfront along mm-hmm. the wharf by the national stadium and a ton of here in adams morgan and uh 14th street u street um but to me it's more important about kind of cultivating that relationship with the whole group so you can understand what what their goals are yeah know? and then you're not putting your product and your needs in front of theirs it's less about you know i don't need to go to a restaurant every single week to you know, sell the beer. Hopefully, we've set a menu and we're kind of comfortable where we are, and we'll we'll make substitutions and things like that as we need to. I gotcha. And Ben, what does the what does your life look like? Yeah, I mean, uh, Sam and I definitely have a lot of overlap. Um, me being part of a small company, I definitely kind of wear many hats. Um, but typically, Monday is my kind of administrative day. I send a sales email out as well, kind of a blast about what we got, what's going on, um, and then I'm kind of setting up my week. I'm planning. Um, I'm, I'm going to go meet with so-and-so here. I have a tasting here. And so I kind of set my week. Then Tuesday and Thursday, I'm generally out on the road um, doing the same thing Sam's doing is 
following up with people, checking in. Um, right now, we are kind of at a point where I'm not really taking on any new customers because we're kind of at capacity. So uh, it might seem nice, but it is kind of a delicate dance because it also means that uh, our beer is very tight. So I have to go around and make sure that everyone kind of has enough uh, enough product to get them through until maybe our next packaging date or something like that. Um, I am setting up the deliveries. I schedule all the deliveries as well. And uh, until probably soon in a couple of weeks, I have been doing um, all of the deliveries myself as well. So um, we do, we do normally have uh, like one person who's designated as a delivery driver. However, a lot of times uh, our days are big. So I'm usually at least doing deliveries once a week, if not twice a week. Um, alongside of our delivery driver so that's fun um helps keep the beer beer belly at bay um but um and it it is interesting because i mean i do get to along my route i do get to talk to some of the people that i need to but some days it takes me on a route where maybe it would be better if i was over here but i need to be here so um yeah so but we i'm actually training a guy right now and so uh hopefully i'll be uh, free of some of those duties soon (laughs) so i mean what is it like when you let's say there's a new restaurant opening up um you know you somebody puts you in touch with somebody else uh you kind of start that conversation of hey i'm sam or hey i'm ben and you know what what are what are points that you're looking for what are what's information that you need to get uh, like I said, I want to know what you're doing. I, I think ultimately that's the number one thing. What is your concept here? What is what is what is the shape of, of your vision? Uh, and then, you know, I'd like to be a part of it. That's kind of ultimately the goal of the business. I want to be involved, but I want to see I want to see the, their successes and figure out how I can be a part of that or what I can contribute to that. Uh, so how it starts is you know, people knowing people. Uh, you know, a friend of mine will be like, hey, you know. I'm opening a new bar and I really want to bring you with me uh, or or it's a part of a restaurant group that you've worked with before. And, you know, it, it takes all sizes. Sometimes I just walk into places, you know, with a business card or a portfolio and a can of beer and I say, hey, man, I'm Sam. Uh, I'd love to work with you. Let me know if we can ever have a sit down. In the meantime, this is a Dale's Pale Ale. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ben? What are you looking at when you, you, know, you first approach a, a new account? You know, what kind of information are you are you hoping to get? Sure. So um, I def a lot of uh, we go into it seeing like, is this person good for our brand? First of all, is this a place where we would see our beer? Um, obviously, with us, just um, our brand only being here and local, uh, most of the people that we do reach out to are people that are local focused um, uh, and also people that <clears throat> um you know, maybe our, we, we, we try to like find people that are pretty good with having like, let's say we'll have this beer for a set amount of time. Then I need to know what kind of velocity are you doing? Like how, how many people are you having through? How many kegs do you go through a week? So I'm trying to figure out a numbers game, see what kind of, uh, how much they're expecting to go through, um, kind of getting them set up over there and then hopping over to the next person and making sure that they have enough as well. So it's, it's kind of a, a unique position, but I'm definitely looking for, you know, how do they take care? Uh, how, do they, how are they selling their beer? How do they take care of their beer? Um, you know, a lot of our products are unpasteurized. They're, they're meant to be served very fresh. Um, so we want to make sure that they have a great care and attention to detail. And um, also just like their, their staff, I usually kind of go into a place and maybe sit at the bar and order a beer, and I see how the staff interacts with me. I see what they're pushing, if they're pushing anything at all, or if they just set the menu down in front of you and let you make the choice. Um, so. Have you ever gone into 
uh, a restaurant and, you know, had a beer and you taste, you know, the lines aren't clean, you can taste that immediately. The staff isn't that great. You see beer kegs being stirred improperly. I mean, do you say no to business? Do you say like, oh, you know, well, somebody requests the beer? Are you like, oh, no, we don't have anything right now. But like really... You know, you're saying no because they can't serve beer properly. Sometimes it is that way, or I might say, we, you know, we have, we have canned beer, and I think uh, our cans would do really great here um, to prevent oh. to prevent us from having to be on um, on draft somewhere. But typically, like, I mean, there are um, most of the time it's like us kind of seeking out an ideal place. But you're right, you do get people that reach out to you, and they're like, hey, we want to carry your product. So I usually start by kind of doing what I said before. I go by there, maybe not even necessarily let them know, but just kind of go by and scoop it out for myself and see what I think. Um, and then, yeah, if I notice some, some funny things are up and we're, and luckily I'm kind of at a point where <clears throat> we're not dying to get rid of a bunch of beer because our problem is the opposite. We are kind of running out of beer. So I have a little bit of a unique position in that where I can kind of pick and choose the most ideal places for our beer because we don't necessarily have a surplus that I'm dying, yeah. dying to push. So it's, it's, it's been it's frustrating, of course, because we wish we had more beer, and we are working on an expansion to be able to bring more beer to people. Hopefully, by the end of this year. But um, uh, yeah, I, I kind of am able to be like, well, uh, we only have so much beer, and this person over here is taking way way better care of our beer, so I'm going to direct direct it to them. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get back to the uh, ins and outs of the uh, buyer beer seller relationship. Uh, thank you all. Original music by Keto here on the break. We'll be right back with Beer Me. Welcome back to Beer Me. We are recording live at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Today I am joined with Sam uh, from Legends Limited as well as Ben from Denizen's Brewing Company. We are kind of unpacking the life of a beer sales representative uh, and diving into now what the relationship of buyer and beer sales representative looks like. Uh, full disclosure, I am have been and currently uh, are a beer buyer uh, for a restaurant. Uh, Sam is someone uh, that I lean on greatly. Um, and we were talking a little bit about, before the break, you know, if somebody's not taking care of the beer, you know, are there instances where, you know, maybe you push them towards cans? Ben says yes. Sam, have you ever experienced that before? Uh Yes and no, certainly. Uh, yeah, you know, you can taste when they're not, the lines aren't as clean as they should be. And, you know, in, in, in D.C. especially, there's the, the, the infrastructure in so many of these bars and restaurants is so old. Mm-hmm. And updating is so expensive and just overwhelming that, you know, I try and be, I try and be fair and unbalanced. Like, not everything... Not everything can be perfect. I uh, obviously I can plug uh, my buddy Naheem Simon's uh, Liquid Integrity Group here. If you are looking to have uh, any any reconstruction done for your draft systems, uh, but that being said, it's not a, it's not exactly a budget option, um, and and to a certain extent, I still have to 
I still have to help my customers. Yeah. Um, I would say kind of the, the greatest frustrations for me are things kind of like uh, price point uh, variances, <clears throat> people who I believe are really vastly overcharging for certain things, especially when we're talking about velocity. You know, there, it is a balance. What I want to see is my, pr- my products priced appropriately because I want them to move at a certain rate, especially for things like IPAs. But, you know, yeah. every now and then, uh, naming no names, you'll see a rare boutique IPA come in and someone has priced it at a point where you know that they just, you know, they just want the money and they don't want to move the product. And a lot of these IPAs especially will have 90-day codes on them and you know, it's not like the beer suddenly explodes after 90 days, but it used, believe me, if, if you have had an IPA that's six months old, it doesn't taste nearly as good as when it's fresh. And that's not an illusion. You know, the, the, the hop character is all gone. You're really just kind of left with a lot of the, the bitter kind of high alpha acid uh, residuals. Uh, and it, it's much less exciting. Like, and, you know, that's not the I think beer is, is, is alive. It, yeah. Very literally. And you want to you want to treat it as such, and you want. I'd rather see it moving. I'd rather see the the. I'd rather see the success come in the volume sold as opposed to you know getting each cent out of each ounce. You know, you know like charging yeah. as most the most amount of money that you can. I'd say that's for me a larger problem. Um, you know, if I if you if if someone wants to feature, I'm going to pick a brand you know like RAR or something like that, and I think. And I taste it. I'm like, you know, these lines are kind of dirty, and this is a good customer. I have, I have a bucket. I'll come clean your lines. You know, it's time consuming, and I mm-hmm. don't have a ton of time. But if it's if it's important, I'll we'll make it happen. You know, we have we. There's a service we provide. So I, I would I would say yeah, um, but that's not going to preclude me from wanting to work with someone just because it's not the best situation doesn't mean it can't improve. Yeah, but I mean, if you have like you know, like you said, like really limited release stuff. I mean, there is a, you know, there's kind of a game that happens, you know, and for those of you who don't know, when you're, when you're buying beer and the same thing happens when you're buying wine, the same thing happens when you're buying liquor. If you buy a lot of a certain product, you get first dibs at the higher end. hundred percent. So for example, uh, for Goose Island, if you, you know, spend the entire year spending a lot of money on Goose Island beer, you get first crack on the Bourbon County uh, stout release, so Absolutely. it's you know it's it's a game every every beverage industry has it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, you guys obviously have limited release things that come out, and it, you do kind of get to pick and choose as to who gets it. Uh, yes and no. I usually just let the numbers dictate. I, I try and be just as, as fair as possible. You know, but mm-hmm. the places that sell the most of fill in the blank brand are, are going to get first dibs at, at their their specialty stuff I, I try and share where possible and sometimes we end up with a lot of extra stuff for example uh union double duck pin their uh quarterly release double ipa i actually still have some draft available but that's kind of it's gone through <laughs> my process of offering it to my best union customers so now it's kind of up for grabs for everyone else uh, that's uh that's frankly an anomaly but yeah it's it's it is you're right that it's a the game is about supporting the brand and then get reaping the rewards of that. And for those of you that don't know, Union uh, is a brewery in Baltimore, yeah. and definitely, definitely worth a check out. At some point, they'll have Old Pro release. April first. April first, we'll have Shh, Old Pro. <laughs> um, when they release it in Kansas, I know summer's coming, and it's yeah. it's time. It's time. It's, I, 
it is time for an old pro. I've been, I've been waiting all month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as, as part of uh, buying the beer for Pineapples and Pearl, Pineapple and Pearls, I worked there for over two years, can't even say the name. Um, the, uh, I also buy the staff beer, as, as you know. And the, Bless your heart, the by the way. That's, that's the most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> the staff beer is, I always get you know, requests from the cooks, you know, oh, we, we'd like a little more variety, or oh, we'd like a sour beer, you know. And it's, it's fun to you know, actually be able to accommodate it, but I'm excited for the, for the old pro to get released for the sake of our um, really incredibly hardworking cooks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about things that you are excited about. You know, the two of you get exposed to an incredible amount of beer, um, and you are very lucky to be the ones who kind of see things that are about to come out. You also are kind of at the you know front line of the new trends and that kind of thing. So, what are some beer styles right now that you're really excited about, or what are some beers that that really got you jazzed? Yeah, so great question, and I'm glad you asked that because um, I am really getting really, really excited about more and more of the simple but not still complicated, or not still, um, let's, let's start over again. I'm excited about beers that are simply made but are still very beautiful, such as lagers, such as like low alcohol, such as session beers. Um, I'm very excited about, <clears throat> uh, along with these lighter, more drinkable session ales that uh, the public has slowly learned that not all craft beer has to be crazy and intense. And they're like, wow, uh, I can have a, a lager and tell that it's craft crafted well and that it has full flavor. Um, but it, it also tends to bring out a lot of these very historic beers. And so I think a lot of the average craft beer drinker um, might not be as in touch with some of the origins of where a lot of these beers are coming from. So. I really like how Denison's Brewing Company will brew things like uh, California Common, or will we do like Schwartz beer? We do Dunkel, we do ESB, um, we do we have this beer called a Low County Common coming out soon that is a, a Kentucky Common. Um, this one happened to be aged in barrels, and it's a sour version, but it's kind of cool because not only are these beers very drinkable, very delicious, um, delicate but complex, but they also kind of bring about a fun education. Someone looks on a menu and they're like, oh, cool, what's that? Can and, you take us through what uh, Kentucky Common is for some of our listeners? So Kentucky Common is also uh, <clears throat> is a beer that was drunk uh, very fresh as a t- uh, generally a low-alcohol uh, beer. It's not quite the same as a California Common in that the California Common was a lager treated more like an ale. Uh, these Kentucky Commons were kind of these uh, maybe more amber-colored beers that were literally meant to be drank within like a week's time. So mm-hmm. they were just like these quick, fresh, tasty, refreshing beers. Nice. And you guys will be coming out with one that's... Yeah. Uh... So Jeff uh, started something cool that Denison's really did from the get-go was six months after we opened, we had our first sour beer out. Um, we have a robust a barrel aging program. So Jeff t- t- takes a lot of fun beers and, and makes a kind of sour version of them. So he does a Kentucky common it's done in bourbon barrels and it's, uh, I believe it's Brett and lacto. Um, so the beer comes out very delicate. I think it's uh, around a 5%. Uh, and it has a nice bit of kind of tartness to help, uh, fill in the gap where you don't have a full, uh, rich malt flavor. Um, but, and then the, the Brett adds interesting characteristics and it's refreshing because a little bit of tartness. And so it's really cool. 
Awesome. And can you also back up for some of our listeners who might not be familiar with Brett, a.k.a. Bertinomyces? Sure. Yeah. So we also do something really cool is uh, we work with the University of Maryland to help culture and grow some strains of Bertinomyces for us. Mm -hmm. Bertinomyces is a fun wild yeast that is probably floating around the room right now, uh, wherever you are. Um, And brewers... I find uh, that comforting. (laughs) (laughs) Brewers have... uh, Trained brewers have, have have learned that these can offer unique but complex and cool varieties. They also do uh, very cool things to beers, like uh, they dry them out a little bit. So you might be able to have uh, a higher alcohol beer that normally would be maybe very full or almost very sticky, very viscous. Um, the Britannomyces is a very uh, hearty yeast. It will go through and clean up and eat a lot of the residual things that the initial yeast couldn't, as well as layer a nice, uh, a wide variety of either tropical fruit to maybe more stinky cheese characteristics to uh grandma's attic kind of characteristics but mm-hmm. um anyway so grandma's it, it, attic in the best way yeah oh yeah with that nice like wood up there and you just like you you just flash back to like a, a fond memory yeah. um, so sam what are you what are you getting excited about what are what are some things that uh, are coming coming around the bend i think you you nailed it with old pro certainly any i'm a <laughs> i am a sour beer fan so uh any the ghosts our, our favorite and best priced local goes. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. I am. They also do really good crowlers uh, uh, at, at the brewery. As oh yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. you want to get, they'll 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 pack it up to go for you. Um, I'm very excited. We last week we premiered Pale Fire as a DC only brand, uh, and kind of going back to an original conversation, Pale Fire had been self distributing in Washington DC for about two years. So, you know, okay. And it uh, this is a Harrisonburg, Virginia brewery. They're pretty new, probably about three or four years on the scene, uh, and. It, the founder, Tim Brady, is an Arlington guy. He's got a ton of local ties. Uh, I'm just very excited to have him in their book. I love their 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 well put together. He actually worked in distribution oh, before okay. opening a brewery, and I think that kind of it shows so well in their packaging, and it shows so well in kind of their sense of scale. Um, great beers, uh, beautiful packaging. I'm excited to have them in the book. So, uh, Palefire, what kind of beers are they making? Right now, we're uh, it's pretty limited. Uh, we're just still in the process of rolling it out. We've got uh, the two flagships are Deadly Rhythm Pale Ale. Deadly Rhythm is named mm-hmm. after a uh, refused song for any of the old punk rockers nice. listening. Uh, and Salad Days, also for the old punk rockers, is a minor threat song. Uh, Salad Days is a dry hopped saison, which okay. is... Uh, Obviously, Cezanne is a very uh, French or Belgian style, generally malt and yeast forward. And this is an American style, so it's been dry hopped with, uh, I'm going to say El Dorado. But I can't remember off the top of my head. I should be better at that. That's all right. That's <laughs> um, all right. But, you know, it's kind of got these, the lemon pepper is so characteristic of the of uh, the Cezanne yeast, but it also kind of has this lemon peppery uh, bitterness from the, the hops as well. Uh, it's very exciting. I'm happy to have them in the book. Uh, I'm excited for baseball season. I'm excited for patio weather. Um, oh yeah, uh, that's you know the developments for for me and beer right now are that we can we can take it outside again. <laughs> that's the best part. Get back to some dog friendly beer gardens in oh, Silver Spring. Right. Yes, please. <laughs> Those sessionable styles that I was mentioning earlier. Yeah. <laughs> sessionable styles. I'll, I can bring the baby, right? Yes. Oh, perfect. Yes. Perfect. perfect. Family and dog friendly. Family that's and dog friendly. So crucial. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming in on Monday. I feel like we've really demystified a lot of the beer rep life. And, uh, you know, for those of you beer buyers out there, be nice to your beer reps. (laughs) Chances are they're being forced to make a delivery. Thank you all so much. We'll see you uh, next Monday at 11 a.m. at the Line Hotel. Thank you, sir. Thank Thank you. you.
not shine And with lips of wine And the incense burned And the rain turned It's and the music here for Beer Me is by Nag Champa Art Ensemble Collective. That's run by Jamal Gray, host of Late Bloom here on Full Service Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram at Full Service Radio, Twitter at Full Service RDO, Instagram at Beer Me. We'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs>